And and that's where people like miss the the point here is they think, oh, everyone's going to be bored. Mm. No one remembers remembers. what you wrote about. So yeah, Jason, we're talking, we're talking how to actually monetize LinkedIn. And that is, I guess, pretty complicated for some people and pretty easy for others. I think it's pretty easy for you, right? You have a lot to say about it. I do. I do. (laughs) Every podcast I've ever been on, this is what they want to talk about. It's the money. It is. It is. I get it. it. And I think that a lot of the reason why is because this is how Shift was, was even born. You know, like I didn't start out on LinkedIn with the, like with the idea or even the purpose of starting a business. I just got on the platform, started talking about branding and marketing and how do you grow your business? And all of a sudden people were like, Hey, can I give you money to help me with that? Yeah. And I was like, I remember being like, sure, let me come up with a service that I don't even offer yet, but let me throw something together and be like, yes. I can do that. It's going to be this amount of money. And when you think about monetizing LinkedIn, like how do you actually get leads? How do you make money from the platform? It's a lot easier than most people think. But what happens is, and I could go on a a rampage about this, but they listen to what I call the fluffluencers, the people Mm -hmm. on the platform that are like, just be yourself and, and be authentic and be vulnerable but they don't ever actually have a strategy behind it. And so I think maybe today what we do is we talk about how do you actually build out a strategy that's going to make you money on LinkedIn. Right. You know, and cause that's what, that's what we've done. That's how we've built the company. Yeah. Um, And so like even today, 75% of our revenue comes through LinkedIn. Now I say that to say, look at how awesome LinkedIn is for us. But I also have the caveat of you shouldn't have all your revenue come from one platform. And that's why we're doing this podcast. That's why we're both on Twitter and we're looking to get on TikTok and Instagram and everywhere else. We have an email newsletter is because if my LinkedIn craps out tomorrow, if they block me or whatever, we're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> and who wants to who wants to be there? But mm-hmm. um, and I think what happens too, even within our dynamic is I have a much bigger audience than you do. And so you tend to come to me and be like, dude, what should I be doing? Yeah. You know? And so I feel like this is something that even people who understand brand, even people who understand content still struggle with. And so really when, when people ask me, how should I like create content that's going to monetize LinkedIn and I'm going to make money for that's going to generate leads, whatever phrase you want to put on there. My first, uh, my first bit of advice is always focus your content. Mm -hmm. Because content and and I'm we'll, we've talked about this already, but content really is a branding tactic. And so the goal with content is not give me leads, make me money. Like here's my product, here's my service, here's how great it is. The goal of content is I want to bury my. I want you to bury my name in the back of your head. So when you are ready to buy, you look at you look at everything you've seen and you say, I'm ready to get brand and content help. Shifts the company I'm going to come to, right. and. This is, this is like a lot of marketers will talk about how marketing is psychology. Branding is too, content is too. Um, and when you look at like making, applying psychology to business, this, this is the key point here is when you are applying psychology, 
one of the, the rules of psychology is repetition. And so research has shown that people need to hear the same message seven to 10 or seven to 20 times actually before they remember it. So if you think about LinkedIn and how you, you look at content on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. most people jump on their feed, they scroll through, they see, you know, maybe your posts and they're like, okay, Steph's talking about branding. Then they scroll through and they're like, this person's talking finance. This person's talking leadership. This person is sharing a, a trip that they took. So they've seen you, they've seen that you talked branding this point and it's building a loose association. Now let's say the next day you come back on and you are talking about leadership. Mm -hmm. And then the next day you come on and you're talking about a trip that you guys took. And the next day you're sharing a picture of Jack or the next day you're, you're talking about your sports team or whatever you've shared five days worth of posts mm -hmm. and there's been no repetition. And so there is no association in the back of my mind of what you actually do. And this is where most creators get this wrong mm -hmm. is because they, they listen to those fluffluencers and they say, well, just share whatever is on your mind that morning, which sounds good. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I have, I have hundred of their passions I could be writing about on, on LinkedIn. Yeah. You we're know? not all about like brand and business, right? Yeah. At the yeah. End of the day. I mean, and, and I could be talking hiking. I could be talking personal development as a, as a big passion of mine. I could be sharing books that I've been reading, but LinkedIn for us is about business. And yeah. so it's the, the repetition is what gets you buried in the back of people's minds mm -hmm. as the expert. So just one thing about repetition though, that I wanted to ask you is you mentioned, what did you say? Seven to 16 seven, times, seven to 20, seven to 20 times. That seems like a, like a very high number. Like in terms of me thinking as a consumer right now, mm -hmm. or like whether that's B2C, B2B, whatever, if I'm getting like targeted with a, with a sponsored ad or like even just organic content, I've also, I've also seen somewhere in studies that like there's, there's a, there's a point where it's too much. It's mm -hmm. too many times. And people actually start rejecting the message right? or the narrative or like whatever. Like there's something that's like people go, Ugh, I don't want to hear it anymore. Right. Um, and I've heard that, that that starts before 7 to 20. So not discussing like the, the one single number here, but like what mm -hmm. do you have to say to like this repetition issue in a way? Right. So when I talk repetition, I don't mean... Well, what tends to happen in studies like that is it's the same ad, the same creatives, the same target. And so you're literally seeing the same, the exact mm. same thing again and again and again. Right. So when I talk focus, I mean topic focus. Um, so not like I'm only ever going to write this one thing about brand. So the, the example I give is 80% of your content should be on a singular focus. Mm -hmm. So for me, and, and even for you, it's brand. But that really, if you take a step back and think about it, brand is a very broad category. Yeah. Because you can talk brand strategy, you can talk brand design, you can talk content, you can talk the operational side of brand, you can talk how do you like merge this into your business. Like mm -hmm. there's a lot under brand. Um, and so what I do is say, pick one main topic that you want to be known for. Mm -hmm. And this is how content really becomes part of brand is like you're, you're trying to become known for something. Right. So when people see your profile picture on LinkedIn, they look at it and say, okay, that's Steph. He's always going to talk about something in the realm of brand. Right. It may not be always brand strategy. It may be 
he's sharing like, here's a brand message that I like, or here is um, something that we've done for a client in brand, or here's how to grow your brand, or here's uh, a cool brand creative I saw, and here's how it ties in. Like, but they know Steph equals brand. And that's really the goal. And so 80% of the time, do it on that topic. Right. 20% of the time, do whatever you want. Now, I, I always tell our clients, I give a caveat here. Mm-hmm. The more you focus, the faster you'll see results. So if you stick to the 80-20, I do about 90-95% on brand and content mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, 5 to 10% on, you know, here's how we grow our business. We have an awesome team, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Which is still pretty it, much it, it's like still brand. related, like it's right. a cousin type of thing to, it, to your focused right, topics. Right? right. But what, what I see is like when you have a singular focus, but you're only talking about 50% of the time, it takes longer to build that association. Right. So then it takes longer for people to see you as a solution. So mm-hmm. the sooner or the more that you f- focus on that one topic, the faster you're going to generate leads, the easier yeah. it's, it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, now a lot of people, when I say this to them, they kick back and be like, it's going to be boring. I'm going to run out of things to say. Like, these are the, these are the objections I get even from our clients. Like, well, I've talked about this again and again and again. Aren't people going to get bored? And I always turn around to them and, and I'll pull up uh, someone that they know on LinkedIn and I'll be like, what were their last 10 posts about? Mm-hmm. Can they say well, every time or not? No. Most of them are like, well, I think they talked about that. And I'm like, Exactly. You don't remember very specifically what one person wrote about. You might remember so the do topic. You, do you pull up like profiles from people that are well known already? Or? I usually what I'll do is I'll ask them like who's someone that you know on LinkedIn whose content you follow. Okay. And they're like so and so. So I'll pull up their profile and I'll be like, okay, tell me what their last <laughs> 10 posts were about. Okay. Well, I don't even remember the last that's stuff, one. man. Yeah. And I'm, and, th- and I don't that's, remember what your last 10 posts. Are. I don't remember what my last 10 <laughs> posts are. I have to look in my notes to see what I wrote about, you know? Right, yeah. And, and that's where people like miss the, the point here is they think, oh, everyone's going to be bored. Mm. No, one remembers no one remembers what you wrote about. Yeah. Like I can't tell you, I, I engage with like 50 people a day yeah. on LinkedIn. I've got my list. Wow. I don't remember I get through like the first two. I don't remember what the first person wrote about. Right. You know, and if you're thinking about LinkedIn by like looking through the feed, let's be honest. You might comment on the very first post you see. By the time you get to the third, you don't remember what that first post was about. And so while there is this kind of fear from people of people are going to get bored with me, they're not going to like, I'm going to just feel like I'm saying the same thing again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Really what's happening is, you're building an association. Yeah. They're not like, I always look at our clients when they say that and I'm like, well, that's kind of arrogant that you think everyone's going to remember everything that you, you wrote. Like, that's a good way to put it, you know? And I guess like part of it is like, it could be arrogance or like, you know, like the way you say it, but yeah, it's literally, and we're going to be talking about this a lot is like memory, right? Yeah. People need to remember and associate you with something. And that's with content, that's with brand, that's with what you stand for if we're not going to use any, like, technical terms or whatever. Um, But, yeah, I guess you're right. And in a way, I could see people uh, saying exactly what what they tell you is, Mm -hmm. like, 
it's going to be boring, like, you know, and people should remember in a way. Uh, but that's from the point of view of the, of the poster, right. Uh, of the, the person publishing the content, creating it, publishing, right. putting like pouring their heart and soul into it, hopefully. Um, and then delivering it into the world. Uh, yes, I can see because I felt it too, where at some point I'm like, man, I am talking over and over and over about this topic, but it's also important to realize, I guess that there's like so many different ways to talk about the right. same topic. Well, and, and that's the, that's the key there is you're the one as the poster who's going to get bored with it. Yes. Like I, like most people don't know this. I get bored yeah. talking about brand and content all the, all the time. But here's the thing, like, if you're doing LinkedIn well, you're getting new connections every day, every week, you yes. know? So like what you, when you posted something three months ago, you might have, you should have a bigger audience, maybe a different, a little bit different audience mm -hmm. where you've got more of the right people engaging with you and seeing your content. Yeah. And that's like, you know, if, if month one, let's say you start talking about brand mm -hmm. and you've got 500 people following you. Month six, you now have 5,000. Those 5,000, your 4,500 that were new, they haven't heard the messages from, from month one. Yeah. They haven't heard that. So to them, this is all new. And, mm. and like I see that all the time on my content where there are the faithful who engage with me every day and that I've built relationships with. And they're, I can always count on them to be on my posts mm -hmm. like it. And then there's always new people. They're like, oh my gosh, how did I not know about you before? Yeah. Like, this is awesome. And so when you, most people look at their content as I have the same people from day one to mm -hmm. the end. Yeah, and that's and, not the and like they're, they're listening to the same thing. And it's like, let's be honest. There are days where I open LinkedIn and I don't see your posts Yeah, and we're connected and mm -hmm. I, I have you on my list. So I engage with you every day, yeah. but like there are people who have contacted me and said, Hey, I've stopped seeing your posts. Yep. Well, yeah, the algorithm stopped uh, pushing you, pushing my posts to you. And so you're not, this idea of, of the reader being bored really is, is just, it doesn't ever actually happen. Yeah. Now, if you're taking old posts and just reposting them, like you take it, copy, copy paste, paste, you know, and you're not tweaking it. Like, it's not like, hey, this was a great idea. I want to come at it from a different angle. But if you're doing the, copy paste re repurposing yeah. then the people that engage with your content regularly. Like I've seen this you. from some, some people that I'm like, you literally posted that three months ago. Like I remember exactly the con the comment I made on that mm -hmm. now that I've read it. And so I usually recommend don't, don't do that. Like if you're going to repurpose, change it, tweak it, make yeah. it different. But so coming back to the, the main question, how do we monetize LinkedIn? How do you step LinkedIn? one is focus. Step two is all about engagement. Like most people don't understand that with LinkedIn, and I say this to our clients all the time, 60% of success on LinkedIn, and these numbers are arbitrary, but it's really to, to prove a point. 60% is engagement. 40% is the actual content you put out. Okay. So you can write the world's greatest LinkedIn post, put it up on, on the platform. But if you aren't engaging the algorithm isn't actually going to push your content to the right people because the algorithm hates me. The algorithm does hate you. <laughs> I, I think honestly for the I, last month or two, the algorithm has hated me. I don't know what I must've pissed off the LinkedIn gods or something. I have seen a lot of people say that. Yeah. Or read 
Yeah. Well, and I've seen that even with our, our clients, like, cause we jump into their shield accounts and can see how everything's going and everyone has taken a dive right. um, over the last two months. And uh, that isn't an engagement thing. That is an algorithm thing. LinkedIn was doing something on the platform to, uh, right. I know that there's talks of them kind of like launching a, almost a, a video part of LinkedIn, almost like a in feed with, uh, almost like a YouTube kind of feel to it. Um, like a, on your, okay. on your profile, you can go see all the videos that I've ever posted type thing. Um, so it's, it's so there to come and just real quick on this, on this LinkedIn thing and algorithm, yeah. I guess the, um, it's like, there's been this, these talks about, like you just mentioned, they've, they've been testing out stuff. Mm -hmm. They, you know, every, every year or every quarter or whatever, they change kind of how how the algorithm works right mind you it's probably not engineers in the back like pushing right. buttons and stuff it's just the machine learning evolving right. right and but but on this like it seems like it that has been going on for a while now the drop in engagement and and reach actually not even right. just engagement but like because engagement is at least to my understanding like kind of a reflection of reach right and reach has been dropping pretty drastically yes. for everyone Um, and so to me, there's, when I first started very seriously on LinkedIn, it was like, it's a great platform to be on, especially for B2B, of course, but also because the, the organic reach is still tremendous, right? It's fairly easy to have good reach, right. organic reach on LinkedIn, just like TikTok, for example, compared with Instagram. Um, but now I'm like, well, maybe we've reached the end of good organic reach on LinkedIn. So, so what, what do you have to say? I, I actually had a conversation with someone about this in the DMs okay. a few weeks ago. Um, and, and in reality, this is the normal life cycle of a social media platform. So okay. I've been active on LinkedIn for three and a half years. And there has been about 10 times in those three and a half years where engagement has tanked like this. And everyone's like, well, engagement here and reach here sucks. It's, this is the end. And then what happens is it slowly starts coming back. And then it, it almost gets better than it was before. And then everyone will be like, oh, reach is awesome on LinkedIn. And then all of a sudden there'll be another crash and everyone will be like, this sucks. And the algorithm hates me. And like, it, it's, it's this Like the highs and lows it's of the, the content creator. It's, it's cyclical, like right. the algorithm. And like, so I kind of had this mindset, like pe some people don't like it. Usually they're fluffluencers, but, um, a lot of people are like, ignore the algorithm, just write great content. And that's like one of the stupidest things I've ever heard mm -hmm. because the algorithm is how your content is delivered. So it's almost saying create great, great content, but don't worry about how you deliver it right. now. Don't write for the algorithm. Don't be like, well, what does the algorithm want to see today? And this is what I'm going to write about. Like that's going to get you way off in the boondocks. You're not going to generate leads with that. because that's where the, the pointless selfies come in. That's where last year we saw everyone was posting a poll mm -hmm. just because it got them reach. But for a lot of those people, I even stopped following them. because I'm like, your content is shit now. Like yeah. all you're doing is like, what kind of coffee do you drink in the morning? I don't want to work with you. Like It's balance it, it, it is. And so understanding the algorithm helps in these lows to understand that like, mm -hmm. it's not going to stay low. It's not like LinkedIn is finally like 
doing what Instagram did where it tanked, like, mm -hmm. you know, and, yeah. and now it's very hard on Instagram to build a huge following because of the algorithm. Right. LinkedIn is still fairly new. And understand, too, I always tell people this, like, as new people join the platform and, and become active, it means there is more competition. So yes. you're not going to get as much reach because, they're, like, one, LinkedIn favors new creators. And I see this all the time, even with the Fluffluencers of, like, hey, my first three months, I did, I got, like, this many connections and this much reach and look at all this. And I'm like, huh. Just wait, bud. Wait till you're at the six months and you're no longer the new creator mm -hmm. and LinkedIn pulls some of that reach away and you're like, crap, what happened? Like, right. that's where a lot of times you see these newbie, these newbies start a LinkedIn course. Like, I'm going to teach you LinkedIn. And I'm like, you haven't even been on the platform long enough to see your engagement tank and understand how do I now build back up after yeah. the engagement is down. So you have not yet beaten the final boss. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a great example, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but really it comes down to, and, and I always tell people like when engagement and reach sucks for you, that's when you engage more, mm -hmm. find more people. And I always break it into three main categories. Um, the first one is find top creators in your industry. Mm -hmm. So find these guys that are like, they could post, I had tacos for dinner tonight and they get a thousand likes and you sit there and you're like, I'm literally telling you how to grow your business and you get more likes saying I had tacos. Right. So find them that attract your ideal clients, find your ideal clients, engage with them, and then find others either in your industry or at the same size as you. So like in the marketing branding realm, a lot of other marketers and branders are really good at engaging on other people's content. And so that's just going to help you get more engagement. Um, but if you're in a, if you're in a, uh, industry like insurance or financial planning, where maybe it's a little bit more competitive and people don't work well together, then find people that have like other creators with a similar amount of engagement as you, because they will be more likely to engage back. So right. last few things, cause I know we're, we're starting to run out of time here. Um, consistency show up regularly, yeah. not only like on the days, but like when you post, mm -hmm. your tone and voice needs to be consistent. The The style of your post should be somewhat consistent. Not saying you have to stick to one, like, format, but, like, find the formats that work for you. Um, but stay consistent with what works with you. So I tell our clients, because a lot of times they're like, well, should I be posting every day? And I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. if you can stay consistent with it. But if you're going to do that for a month and burn out and then be like, I'm done with this, I can't do it anymore, yeah. start small work up, but be consistent. Yeah. It's better to have like small wins than, yeah. than just shoot for the stars, yeah. reach them once, but then you do it again and you don't, and you're like disappointed, unmotivated. Right. But I guess it's this cycle too, of like people you mentioned, uh, the first, like you're a rookie on the platform, you, you come right. on the platform, you have tremendous success with reach, with everything, with engagement. You think you, you're going to make it as like a LinkedIn coach or whatever it is. And then, it's like, so, so you're like, yes, I know how to do it. And then your engagement tanks, like you said. So now you go into, well, the most important thing is to be disciplined, right. consistent. And so this kind of this, like, you know, yeah, you can make it just start. You can, you can do it yeah. anywhere, whatever it is. And then it's like, oh, this sucks now. 
the new thing is discipline and motivation, mm-hmm. and then you make it again, and then it's another thing. And it's just, to me, it's just this little game at the end of the day. Kind of when when I started, um, what helped in a way, uh, you might not like it, but for me, it was really to imagine this, like, it's all just a little game we're all playing yeah. online. Oh, it is. Especially in, on social. Like, don't take yourself too seriously like show your expertise um Mm -hmm. you know your knowledge it's important to create trust credibility uh all the things you mentioned uh focus on one topic so they associate you with it uh be consistent uh, make it sustainable for you but at the end of the day um yeah sometimes you'll you mention you have your 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 fans of your content i can't help but wonder like how many of them are actual fans and how many of them um, do due diligence with their commenting and engaging. Right. Because you did say one tactic you can use is go engage on big accounts yep. to create, to, to create kind of this, this not buzz, but like this, like people starting to see your name pop up a little more. Right. Right. So. Oh, yeah. and, and I, I 100% understand like, okay there's a lot of people that probably engage with my content that are only doing it because they see me as a bigger creator. Yeah. And, and, but that's where like, that's where the, the reach starts coming in is when you can become a bigger creator like that, that's where you start attracting more people to you. Yeah. Um, and you almost, and I, you almost have this exponential reach, right? You do at some point where it's like, I've become a platform on the platform. Yeah. And, and like, even f- so you mentioned like, this is kind of a game. Well, that's how the whole sassy Jason thing started right. to be honest. Like, and, and I won't go into all the details of that, but like one of the guys that follows my content, his name's Samir. He, I posted something sassy and this is before sassy Jason existed. And he just left a comment. Hashtag looks like sassy Jason, you know, hashtag sassy Jason came out. And I was like, I'm stealing that dude. And like, so now whenever I want to do something sassy or snarky or point out something stupid. I just don this, like, here's this persona, alter ego, you know, yeah. alter ego. And it, it's a, it's a game, you yeah. know? I mean, it really, it really is when it all boils down, but the people that see success on the platform understand the rules of the game mm-hmm. and play that game correctly, which is focus your content, engage, be consistent. And like, I, I know that be consistent has kind of come a bit of a cliche. And it's why I always explain be consistent with, when you post, what you're posting about, what works for you. It's not just about show up to show up. It's show up understanding who you're trying to actually reach. Because when it comes to social, it's very easy to get focused on the likes and the comments and the reach than it is on the leads. Right. And we see this a lot when people start jumping off their focus and they're like, well, I'm just going to start posting a bunch of selfies so I get more reach. The only reason you're trying to get reach is because your little dopamine addicted brain is like, I didn't get enough likes. So now I got to, I got to like do something to get mm-hmm. those likes. So, oh, I'm back to getting like this week. I don't, I don't know what it was about this week, but the weeks before I was getting like a hundred to 200 likes per post, which is very low for me. My normal is like three to 400 this week. I've been hitting the three to 400 and I'm not going to lie. My little, my little nice. dopamine brain was like, whoo. I'm back. People Mm. like me again. And then that's where it's like, wait a minute. I'm not using LinkedIn to be liked. I'm using LinkedIn to generate leads. And while I might have 400 likes, are they 400 people who would actually give us money 
to build their brand and build their content. And most of those 400, it's like, they're other marketers. So probably, probably not. And that's mm-hmm. where the focus on who are you trying to reach and what are your goals? Yeah. If you're just trying to build this awesome persona and, and build an audience and have like a lot of people like you, post the selfies, post whatever you want. Like you woke up, you had the shower and you were thinking like, oh man, my, my baby boy threw up on me and that taught me this about business. Then go do that, you know? Mm. But if you're really saying, I want to grow my business, focus. Yeah. That's where you're going to win. All right. I'm going to stop you there. Yeah, please do. Otherwise this will be a five hour episode. Otherwise we're, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll be doing this forever. And we could go real deep with this. I feel like. Um, yeah. And, and maybe in future episodes, future seasons. Absolutely. We will. We absolutely. Will. Recurring theme, right? We're going to be talking about right. like, well, and, and I would even say this, like, if you want more on mm-hmm. this on our website, like not to, not to push our stuff, but like on our website, there's other podcasts I've been on where I've, yeah. I've gone deeper. And then there are other resources that could actually walk you through. How do you do this? If you yeah. want the nitty gritty, we've got the resources to do that. So yeah, that's how you grow on LinkedIn. All right, man. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs>